Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. It's the Game by Show podcast for November 30th, 2016. It's uh, Wednesday. My name's Legrand. I'm joined with Jeremy and Dale. Hello, guys. How are you? Hey. Hey. Gentlemen. Hey. How are you, gentlemen? What's... Doctor. 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 Uh, I've been watching, speaking of doctors, I've been watching uh, Star Trek First Contact. You guys watch that one? Uh, that's a really good one. Uh, I have seen yeah. I've seen all the Star Trek movies except for Beyond so far. Beyond's good, too. You should watch that one. Yeah. Beyond is good? It's pretty bombastic. You didn't like it? Uh, I don't know. It just didn't... It, didn't it have, like, the dirt bikes and stuff? And Yeah, dude. The dirt bikes with, like... There's, like, lots of um, Chris Pines driving around dirt bikes. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it seemed like, just in the previews, because I never... Of course, I never saw it, but it seemed like there was sure a lot of stuff going on in, like, dirt and planets and stuff for a movie called Star Trek. Well, there was Aliens. But this is, like, the 12th oh. Star Trek movie, so they have to kind of break out... Sometimes. They're like, we're tired of the stars. We're going on an Earth trek. Yeah, <laughs> some weird planet trek. First Contact's really good. That's the one where they go back in time to stop the Borg from something on the Earth. Yeah. Right. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. I, I guess I forgot about the time travel thing, because I know there were the Borg, but I, I forgot that they... Yeah, that, that's a good one, though. That's the one where uh, like Picard starts shooting people up with machine guns and stuff. They do, they do time travel? Yeah, I don't recall that. Because it was first well, contact. Because remember, they go back they, because that's they, when the, the Vulcans. Borg, that's they they go back to the time that the Vulcans meet the humans for the first time. Yeah, Q, Q sent Picard. They sent the Enterprise, and they were at the Borg, and then the Borg was flying towards Earth, and then now the Borg reached Earth, and then they're like, okay, let's go kill the Borg, and they killed the Borg, but at the last minute, the Borg sent some Borg back in time, yeah. so the Enterprise went back in time with them, and that was the one with the Borg <laughs> Queen, right? Yeah, with uh, Data, when they put, like, human skin on Data and gave him actual feelings. Yeah, that part's yeah. kind of weird. I heard someone, it I, I mean, you know, it's probably it's probably a very common thing, actually. I don't even remember who it was. Jeremy, it might have been you. I don't know. Someone <laughs> someone said that, uh, like, time travel just ruins everything. And I've, uh, I've kind of come around to that uh, way of thinking, that basically if your story has time travel in it, it sucks. Yeah. That's like a real shark jumping Sort of moment. Well, I this Star Trek's pretty good to watch. It's pretty fun. It, it is good though. I, I will I will cop to that. It is no, po- it's one of the better it's ones. It's not, and neither is Back to the Future, and neither is <laughs> what? Neither is uh, Dale Jones. You shut machine. your mouth. Neither is Dale the Jones. Time what, about, what about what about Groundhog Day? He kind of goes back in time oh, every yeah, day, right? I'm not sure about that one. All right, we'll leave the jury out on that because I well, no Groundhog Day sucks, and then it sucks again, and then it sucks again, and then it sucks again. I, I think Dale's again. Dale's going a little off the reservation here. We need to give him some time to simmer down here. No, uh, I like yeah, that's a good movie. It is a good movie. That's one of Bill Murray's greats, in my opinion. Well, all right, let's talk about some video games. So this is the one where we talk about games that we've been playing. So who wants to do that? Let's all do that. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Who wants to go first? How about, how about Dale? We're going to let Dale, Dale go first. Dale never goes Dale first. Jones. Okay. Well, this this past weekend was a big weekend. It was Thanksgiving weekend, and I had five solid days off. Four four days off. But I made it Whoa. I made it like five because I played a whole lot of games. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I didn't really – I didn't get too deep in any of them. But I figure I should probably mention No Man's Sky because I put in a little bit of time – Post-patch, the foundation update has just come out. Yeah, that's right. And uh, they added in, um, they added a bunch of stuff, made a bunch of tweaks. Um, but I think the sum of the parts are that they're now kind of taking it into 
the sort of survival-esque genre that kind of came off of, you know, Minecraft and, and a bunch of other stuff where it's there like, so No Man's Sky was already a very um, intense grind in terms of having to, to get resources in order to like fuel your trek across the galaxy. Um, and that's really all there was to the game was the, the trek across the galaxy. And that personally, that, that was kind of what I found you know, attractive about the game was, you know, making your way uh, here and there and just finding stuff because you have these, you have a goal in mind, whether it's to get to the center of the galaxy or to track down uh, like the next, um, what I guess they're called Atlas stations or Atlas points. And you're trying to, you know, just kind of see what the game has to offer and get to the heart of the mystery, you know, such that it is in that game. Uh, and I, I found that enjoyable and I played it for like 44 hours. And uh, so, you know, I was into it. And then this... Over the weekend? No, no, no yeah. like uh, <laughs> previously when, you know, around the time the game was released. And then I hadn't been back to it in several months. And then this update came out and I thought, well, you know, I'll, I'll go back and see what it's all about, right? And I it basically immediately after getting into it and kind of like getting back into the swing of things, it's like, Oh yeah, this is what this game is. I just like almost instantly didn't want to play it anymore because <laughs> it was like I'd had my fill before and going back to it, even with the changes um, it wasn't like, I don't feel like the changes kind of really alleviated anything that I, that like it, it, there weren't changes such that I would continue to play it even though I was tired of what I was doing before. In my mind, these are changes that would actually make it worse uh, to, to Fre- my mind. Freighters, because, though, Dale. Freighters. They have freighters. Well, it's base building, right? So there's bases that you can do planet side, and then there's bases that you can do in space, which are the freighters, is, is kind of how I read it. And what they've added... Uh, first off, they've added a, like a full-on survival mode um, that kind of ranks up the difficulty, I, I guess, by making you consume resources at a faster clip and I think probably requiring more resources to build various things and, and do these things. Um, and then they also have like a creative mode in there. Like, so I, they're going kind of full Minecraft, it seems like. And hmm. they're encouraging you to to build a base on a planet um, and you know, but you can still travel around and explore because you can freely teleport to your base from any space station in the game. It seems like, um, so I mean, I don't know. I, these changes will probably make the game a little more interesting to to some people, uh, but for me, it just doesn't really seem. I think I've probably had my fill of of No Man's Sky at this point, so um, I'm not going to play that anymore. At least not for a while. I think. Take that, Phil Fish. <laughs> Yeah. See the guy who made it? Yeah, Phil Fish. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, uh, I also went back and played some Hearthstone because I, I hadn't played Hearthstone in like, I don't know, two years or something. Like a long time, right? Uh, long enough that they they gave me this on onboarding to get back into the game. Like all these free packs of cards and like tutorial, <laughs> like remedial tutorial challenge things and so wow. I, I got through all that stuff and, and like the innkeeper had built me like a, a a deck you know he's like i built you the shaman deck go and enjoy and i like, missed you i made you these cards <laughs> yeah so i i played a little bit and then fairly quickly i i kind of realized again what what i <laughs> do not like about hearthstone <laughs> i don't know why i find and, that so funny <laughs> it's like you got in and you're just like no what, what just out of curiosity i don't know what prompted you to go back and play it again 
Oh, I was just talking with Esteban, um, and because he he had been playing it, and also they have a new a new set of cards comes out like tomorrow, the next day. Tomorrow, um, like very soon. And so I thought, well, you know, it's it's a good time to to go back and and also because Duelist is out now, and the games are so similar that I kind of wanted to play them side by side and do a little bit of compare and contrast. What's Duelist? Duelist is way better. It's Duelist is the same game, but with like tactical battles and in, in in the place of the card game but i mean it oh, still yeah. has cards but the the brunt of the thing is the tactical battle um and... I, I played some hearthstone yeah what did you uh, think of hearthstone I, I bought i bought Carazon the adventure yeah that, that was like the three the... month ago expand they, they do expansions yeah. like every quarter to hearthstone well the adventures aren't aren't full of expansions yeah they, they it seems like they alternate they card alternate. sets and single player adventure challenge things yeah, so the the thing is, I believe that since this new expansion is coming out, I think they're doing away or making... So they have Gadget like a... Time. The actual competitive mode, they remove cards from it um, as new things come out. So I think that they're doing away with... Well, I think it's the, the first, the the first grand two sets. One. Maybe, it's, yeah, maybe it's only the Grand Tournament. No, Noxramus is already gone. And I believe Blackrock is also gone. And okay. I think with this new release, they're going to be doing away with the Grand Tournament. Wait, was Blackrock... Blackrock wasn't a card set. Blackrock was the challenge, right? That was an adventure. And yeah. it was so it was like Gnomes versus Goblins or whatever? Yeah, Goblins versus Gnomes. That's the one that was That was gone. the yeah. card set. And then yeah. Old Gods? Like, I don't Old know. Gods was the latest. Basically, I don't really have any of the cards from the... The non-core sets, or whatever. Oh, um, so like I was getting wrecked when I played uh, over the past few days. I'd, I would play like the ranked mode with just like a basically a paladin deck with like a lot of real basic stuff and a few of the kind of like rares and legendaries that I have. Um, they they really made it easy to build decks though, because you can say build a deck and it'll say, well, here's a bunch of yeah. preset. It give you a bunch you of choices. Yeah, yeah, makes uh, it easy. Yeah, no, it's cool. I mean, I. I Actually, you know, building a deck was always one of the things that I really loved about Magic the Gathering. And that's one of the things about Hearthstone that I, you know, actually like is the kind of strategy that goes into building a deck. But I find with Hearthstone decks, because they're only 30 cards and the card pool is pretty limited, like there's just not huge sets of cards, right? That it seemed to me like I was seeing the same theme decks over and over when I would play ranked, right? Uh, Like dragon decks that are like grossly overpowered if you if you have a dragon in your hand while you're playing all these cards that do like obscene amounts of damage and create like incredible card economy advantages you know it's kind of ridiculous so um yeah to hell with hearthstone i'm not gonna play that anymore Um, yeah i don't think you should take that phil fish yeah carzon was fun (laughs) take that peter molyneux uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so otherwise, um, I played uh, getting back into Assassin's Creed Unity because I'm about halfway through that, or a little more than halfway through now. But if you add the DLC, which I'm planning to play, probably about halfway through. Um, and You're planning to play the DLC? Yeah, Dead Kings DLC. Uh, I mean, I own it. I might as well play it, right? Did you ever play the George Washington one in Assassin's Creed 3? No, that was you. stupid. I, I, I did. I played like the first... It was divided into three parts. And I think I played yeah. through the first part. It wasn't good. Or the first half of the first part or something. I just... It, you know, I mean, it sounds stupid, but it, it was... It's just not canon, right? <laughs> it's like... It's this weird alternate reality thing. Right. The, Where George Washington was like a bad guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a, and, like a tyrant. Well, and, and in that I one, Connor can had only like, tell um, a lie. 
Connor had like not grown up with assassin training. He he had like grown up more with like the mystical Native American sort of thing, and um, I mean it was just weird. Like I, I couldn't get into it. I guess um, whatever. I never played it either. I was just wondering. Yeah, I mean I I applaud them for trying something different. That was around the time they did like bloody Far Cry Blood Dragon or whatever, and some other stuff. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, you know, I played enough Dawn of War 2 to earn the Steam cards that I could. Because here's the thing. Like, I, I've played a whole lot of Dawn of War 2. Wait, what? Right? So, <laughs> Are we talking about Assassin's Creed? Shifted gears. No, 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 no. Dawn of War 2. Um, I, played, oh, we're playing I played the Dawn crap out of that now. game, right? I, I finished that game. I finished both expansions. And sometime in the meantime, they, I guess, re-released it or refreshed it or something. And they gave it Steam trading cards and, like, a badge that you can earn. And I was like, well... You know, I like to get the Steam badges for the games that I like, and I've played. I really like that game. I played the whole, you know, the whole thing. But I, I didn't have any of the Steam cards or or anything because I hadn't played it recently, right? So I got back in and played a few uh, missions of of the campaign and some of the like the last stand uh, horde mode thing, basically, just enough to like get all the Steam trading cards, and then to craft the badge and uh, you know. So that's done now. Um, and wow, congrats, man. Yeah, a little bit of Dishonored too. I mean, not really even enough to speak of too much. Um, a little bit of the new Hitman episodic, which is oh. very cool. Uh, and then just kind of a bunch of other stuff. Um, Skyrim, WoW, just different things, you know. Sounds like a pretty is that holiday. Hitman game? Uh, is that first episode like free or anything like that? Or is it just no, all paid. I think I think you work? can get. I think you might be able to get like the tutorial free, uh, but the first first real mission is Paris, and that's paid. I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's only fifteen dollars. Yeah, I, so I bought the whole thing. Um, oh, the complete first season is sixty dollars. Intro pack, prologue plus episode. They had it fifteen dollars uh, about a week before the the recent Steam sale. They had it on there for fifty percent off for the whole season. So I just I spent the thirty bucks and got the whole thing, and. Um, Man, it seems really good. I'm going to have to play some more of that. I've never played a Hitman game. Have you never. not? Oh, dude, Hitman games are awesome. Like, I played Hitman 2 Silent Assassin on PlayStation 2 in college. It was like I had rented it from this place. And um, it was just, it was like, it was a revelation how good that game was. So I own Blood Money and Absolution. Yeah, I played, mostly I played Hitman 2. I played some Hitman Contracts, which was three basically and then blood money was the fourth game which has some good missions um the only ones i have not played were the first one and absolution i bought um, the hitman trilogy on the playstation 2 thinking that i'd play it and i never did i think that one was two contracts and blood money probably uh they're good games but you know what just like the elder scrolls just you can just ignore all the old ones and play the more recent the most recent one i like it because it seems it seems really good. Cool, man. All right. Well, I got some stuff. Go for it. So there I was, and I had my <laughs> 3DS. And I said, well, I, you know, I really want to play a 3DS game. And I took it on my trip, and I brought, like, I stole my kid's Pokemon game and <laughs> a bunch of stuff and loaded it all on and um, never, never ended up playing up any of that. But in doing so, I said, well, I got my 3DS kind of back in my head. And uh, so I pulled it out, and um, th- I went to the the 3DS eShop or whatever, and there was like a thing to for all the Pokemon games, because Gold and Sun and Moon or whatever just come out. 
And so I was looking through all the Pokemon games, and I came across Pokemon Picross. <laughs> uh, did you play this, J- Jeremy? Did you talk about this before? Uh, I didn't talk about it, but I did play it a little bit. Though it's sort of a free-to-start Nintendo uh, Picrossy yeah. sort of thing. They have like extra. Maybe I did. T- you know what? I did talk about this because I remember talking about the powers and the extra things you can get to find. Yeah, like the, the Pokemon can have like abilities you can use. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. So it's Picross, and we've talked about it before. But it's kind of like a logic puzzle game where you try to. I don't know, there's like a grid of squares, and you try to, um, I don't know, fill in squares based on logic, uh, these numbers that are on the side of the board. Anyway, I don't want to explain it too much, but, so I played that game, and I really, I, I was having a lot of fun, and I was, you're like catching Pokemon, right? So you're like doing Picross games of Pokemon characters, and then you catch them, and then you, they have abilities you can use as you play other missions or whatever, and the game was free, right? And so I played it, and I played it, and I was playing a lot of it, and I was having a blast and all of a sudden I got to the point where there was nothing else I could do without spending money and I think I'm still at that point where there's nothing I can do without putting money into the game and uh, I really didn't want to do that but I'm like I bet there's other Picross games on here and so I went to the eShop and found there's six other Picross games including Picross 3D is another one so there's like seven Picross games so I downloaded the demo of Picross 3D and played through that and decided it wasn't for me Um, I didn't really like I didn't like it it was they they do the weird. they do the third axis in kind of a weird way, um, which yeah, I, I I couldn't get into it once I got to the the bigger things where I had to like you know cut into it or whatever. You had to like cut like the thing in half so you could like work on the inside of it. Mm-hmm. Like that's the part that started kind of getting annoying. Um, <laughs> just wasn't easy to do. I don't know. Anyway, so I, I didn't I didn't buy that game. But then uh, there's like six other normal Picross games. So I think I bought. I, ch- I chose one of those and bought it. It was like $5 or something. So it's like Picross 5 or something. I don't know. Um, and uh, yeah, I play, I've been playing the crap out of Picross. And I even got my wife into it. I'm like, hey, you should try this game out. She's like, oh, what is it? And I kind of explained to her how it works. And then all of a sudden my 3DS was gone yeah. uh, for a few hours, <laughs> which was <laughs> fine. Then and we actually worked on some puzzles together. And uh, we've probably done like maybe 40. Um, there's like 300 puzzles in that game. Like it's stupid how many there are. So you could play Picross for as long as I've played WoW, basically, if you wanted. Uh, and there's and there's six games, which means there's six times that amount of content available um, for like $5 each. So, yeah, Picross is super fun. It's way fun. Uh, and actually, uh, if you have the Nintendo or my Nintendo account, whatever it is that gets you the, the points, the coins that they have now, their new redemption program, like if you played Miitomo mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, I don't know if it's still on there, but they had a Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess uh, Picross that you could get with those oh, coins. Oh, cool! Um, so go go check your rewards and see if you have enough coins. You might have to download Mitomo and play it for a couple days to get you know get enough to redeem it. Well, so that sounds bad, like but... it's not worth it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, those, those are way super fun, and you can you can really go down a, a Picross hole. Some sometimes you just like yeah, you start seeing the code all around you. Uh, I'm doing like a really really hard one right now. I don't know, it's it's tough. Yeah, but whatever. Picross is great. So for five dollars, man. I think I, I think the very first Picross thing I ever did was like in seventh grade or something. We had like my friend had like a magazine and we did it on paper with like you know shading squares yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, man. Stuff's good stuff. Anyway, uh, so I did that and my and just uh, by the way, my 3ds is a piece of shit now. Like it, um, the battery on standby doesn't last more than a day, um, so it constantly has to be charged on the charger if I want to ever use it, which oh, totally sucks because. I don't have it on the charger right now. Like, my plug's, like, right here. And I don't know where my 3DS is. So, it's somewhere. 
Um, so if I want to play Picross right now, I wouldn't be able to because 3DS battery life, not very good. Boo, Nintendo, boo. I can't wait to get my, my hands on a Nintendo Switch. Uh, the other thing I've been playing is Titanfall 2. So I've been uh, trying to force my way to force myself to get through the single-player game of that, mm-hmm. which is oh, a lot of fun. I'm over halfway done with it. Um, according to the chapter select, I always cheat and see how far I am in games. Um, so I'm thinking I'm about maybe six missions through of a, like what nine missions or something in that game. Um, did you guys play? How far did you guys get in that? I, I know think we were all playing. Dale blew through it. I think he got all the way to the end. Did you beat it, Dale? Titanfall? No, no, no. I'm like halfway through. Oh, did you get to the mission where you're like time warping between? No, I think that's the next one I have to do. That mission was the one I just barely finished, and it was super awesome. It was like a. It was super unique and fun and lots of cool platforming. Like there's like hardly any com like not very much combat in that mission. It's more like just like platforming and like jumping puzzles and That's I li- I liked the one that I just finished which was the the factory where that assume- assembles the pre-built homes Yeah. That was really cool. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. There's like a lot of like really cool um things going on in that game. Like apart from the gameplay, like gameplay's a lot of fun, but the general aesthetic of the game and it's it's just really good looking and they got some you know unique creative level design uh going on just because a lot of it is all you know driven around your ability to double jump as well as run on walls and and things like that and they kind of do a good job of splitting you the missions up between you running around in the titan um which is kind of slower and you know got tons of different weapons or whatever and then um, you know, being able to get out of it and then go do it running around as yeah, a they kind of have mission. like four four games there, right? Because they have they have combat in combat out, and then they have like traversal in. Well, I guess a little, not so much, but and they have like the traversal out of the you know, which is kind of some of the coolest stuff, right? Like so, all of the kind of wall running and capabilities and stuff that you have, kind of. You know that level that I played through really reminded me a lot of like some like something out of Portal Two. So, right, I yeah, mean, it's just totally. they can do a lot with that game with the engine and the the you know the mech, it, the pilot, the mech, the mobility, the combat. It's yeah, it's just really cool. And they ruined it with like, time travel. There's normal, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's normal gun like pilot combat, and then Titan combat's like way different. Mm-hmm. Um, I just uh, and then, unlocked like, the, boss the uh, versus the other like you know character titans or whatever those are oh yeah kind of neat yeah the last one that i did i just barely did one against um some chick and i destroyed her in like 20 seconds like it wasn't even a fight like and she was like this main baddie that was like taunting me the whole way and yeah showed up and had this big old animation intro cutscene, and then i like <laughs> just had like my ultimate ability available right when i started fighting her and anyway <laughs> it was kind of lackluster but uh, I, I don't know how I feel about the whole storyline. Like, I don't really care um, too much about it. Uh, I feel like, you know, if I had to compare it to, like, a Gears of War 4 or even a Call of Duty campaign, I think that this is kind of not as good. Like, Gears of War 4 was... I was interested in the characters. I was interested in in the storyline of what was going on. Um, in this world, I really... I just understand that there's two factions fighting against each other, and I happen to be on one side, and now I'm trying to... Stop the bad guys. Yeah, I have a hard time telling the factions apart in this game. There's like the IMF or something like that, and then right. I I I don't even know. It's just like there's some other dudes who also have some robots. Go get them. Yeah, and it's 
and you don't really know why. And if I was on the other side, then maybe I would be a good guy on that side. Like, I have no idea, like the <laughs> motives or the you know why is one guy bad? Why? And I, I guess I'm to the point now where they've kind of uncovered like what is going on and who like what the bad guys are trying to accomplish. Who and, are the true bad guys? And so now it's like now you must stop them. And I'm like, well, it's like, oh, who cares? If, if I was on just, their side, just give me another level. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, and also the, the main character, um, Cooper, I think is his name. Like, whatever, dude. Like, you don't really get to know him very well. I think that the robot AI, his little quips and things that he says kind of funny. Um, are pretty cool. He's kind of funny and kind of, he's got more personality than the dude, um, which is, I guess, fine because you're, you know, there's not really like third person cutscenes where you can see the guy or any long extensive dialogue but the the dude the robot guy bt's like always talking to you so um yeah i i i like the game it's it's incredibly fun to play story take it or leave it it's pretty dumb but um shooting dudes with the different guns that they have and you know you're sprinting around and you know while riding around and then you can cloak and then slide around corners and shoot dudes in the head it's it's a very very satisfying game you can tell you know, it was made by some competent FPS guys. Have like you tried the multiplayer? I tried to get into a match once. Yeah, were you able to get a match? No, nah, man. I let it search for like ever and it never... And I don't know because there's like eight or nine game modes. And so I didn't know like which one is everyone playing in. Like I have no idea. Yeah, it's, so I, I, it's stupid how they put it into like nine different hoppers for no good reason. Yeah. Um, I think the main one is meant to be the... the I don't know, where you bank your currency and then... You know, I forget the, what they're uh, calling it. I don't know. What bounty that means. mode, I think, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, bounty hunt or something. Well, I, I I tried to search in something and it never popped. And I'm like, you know, I don't have time to sit here waiting for an FPS multiplayer game. I'll just go play Overwatch, I guess, if I really cared. But anyway. Yeah, so Titanfall 2 is great. Maybe I'll check out the multiplayer if I can get a game. Well, there's uh, they're doing a but. big uh, free multiplayer promotion this next week, I think. So oh, yeah. Lots of fresh meat out there. I, I think that the game, if I had to say, I would imagine that the game single player, it's really unfortunate, man. If they would have had the single player campaign when the first game launched, this game would be, I think, huge. Um, it's because everyone would have bought Titanfall 1. They would have played the single player and loved it. Then they would have gotten more into the multiplayer because they would have cared. And then this game would have come out and it would have been a big deal. But now this game has come out and as we you know talked about in the last show, you know, has not got a lot of traction. Um, and I think it all stems back to them not having a full single-player campaign and no world-building to speak of with the first Titanfall game. So kind of sucks. But we talked about that in the last episode. So if you haven't heard that episode, you should go listen to it and listen to Dale lament the de- decline of AAA yeah. gaming. They're all dead. No more. Gone. Yeah. It's all this is the last one. From here on out. It's all Stardew Valleys and... Um, no Man's Skies. The all Picross future. Take that, yep. Bobby Kotick. <laughs> so, uh, Jeremy. Yes, sir. What's up, man? Hey, well, I've been playing a game that's basically nothing but world building. Uh, I also did a little bit of travel. Minecraft. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. World of Warcraft? It's uh, Tetris. You just build build upwards. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I've been uh, on a trip myself, and uh, like you, I decided I was going to take some, some games with me. I took my Vita. I also took my PlayStation TV because I was staying in a hotel, and I thought, you know what? It's way fun to plug my micro console into the hotel TV and play some games. So I decided for the occasion, since I was going to be out all week, I would crack something open that was brand new to me, and I opened up Persona 4 Golden 
on the PlayStation Vita and the PlayStation Vita TV. The Golden? Right? The Golden. Yeah, I actually noticed in uh, in the art uh, when they, you know, because it has like one of those very snappy sort of intros like anime. Uh, so it's a very Japanese game. I'm sure you've probably heard of it if you're listening to this. I'm sure you've heard of it. The characters of... are actually snapping their fingers. As yeah, they, they do. Around. They like dance around and stuff, man. They do. It's like all dancing. <laughs> uh, dancing and like groovy stuff. It's got the, um, I, I don't know. It's just it, it's just like that. But anyway. It's about so, as groovy as it gets. It is very groovy. Um, and it, the, the art shows Persona 4 The Golden. Um, so I looked this up because I'm like, no one's ever called it that. And I guess it was only in Japan they called it that. But it's still in the art because they can't take it out of their animations and stuff. So. Oh, wait, really? So, like, what's on the cover? Does it say Golden or The Golden? It says The Golden. And, oh, but on the American art, there's, like, a little spot that could say The because it's a tiny little The. Uh-huh. But then they just take it out, so it's just Persona 4 Golden. And I don't know why it's Golden either. Um, so it is a remake of a PlayStation 2 game that came out in, like, 2000. Six or something. I mean, it was came toward, out toward in the end two thousand. Two thousand. And um, right. it is uh, basically it's sort of like the if Final Fantasy is the Coke maybe of Japanese role playing games, the uh, Shin Megami Tensei and Persona series are sort of like the weird Crystal Pepsi version, kind of. Like not in the sense that the I mean they're just it's just kind of a weird flavor. What's I guess. Dragon just, Quest in this analogy? Dragon Dragon Quest is uh that's that's gonna it's be more like Final Fantasy. It's, co- it's mellow Coke yellow. Pepsi. So this is so this is mellow yellow. That would be the mellow yellow of Japanese role. So Shin Megami Tensei is like the um, Bubba Cola or something. <laughs> yeah, the RC. It's RC. You guys have Cola. that? You guys have Bubba Cola? No, 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 Bubba Cola. <laughs> That must be a regional thing. Uh, so, Persona 4 Golden, let's talk about it. Because a lot of people, I've always heard about Persona 4, like, oh, it's so good, it's so good, it's the best, it's the best, it's the reason you should own a Vita. So I'm like, all right, let's try this out. Um, and it's all right. Like, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So I would say that it's not really an exceptional game mechanically. Um, it is basically equal parts uh, dungeon crawling, like hacking, loot, picking upping, you know, manage your health, manage your magic points type thing. Uh, but then the other half of it is all basically like Japanese dating sim. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, what I bought it for. And, and really, if you, if you sit back and kind of objectively look at it, they sort of hack those two things on together. Uh, the way it works is you take on the role of just the hero. Like, in fact, even in the opening cutscene, like, you get to dance around and it's like the hero. But you get to name yourself. You get to be whoever you want to be. I'm, I'm me. I'm Jeremy Lamont. Um, and you are a high school, Japanese high school student who has recently transferred to the town of Inaba in Japan. And, uh, you know, there's you know, Japanese kids there and, you know, you're, you're going to classes, dressing up in uniforms and like going through that stressful... Joining clubs. Clubs, just all kinds of stuff. But then <laughs> by night, uh, you also fight uh, shadow demons, basically, from this other world that uh, are sort of like... In the TV. The, yeah, exactly. They, so you, in order to access this <laughs> other world, you go through the TV in the local electronics department of your superstore there, basically. Um, and so... So good. Yeah, and, and so as... It actually has a calendar, so you progress through dates and times. So you have morning of this day, afternoon, after school, nighttime, and basically the game sort of pushes you along. And I think that's one of the things about it that's kind of appealing is that for the most part, it is setting the pace for you. 
uh, when you, you know, you can wander around within a certain slot of time until you take some action, which then progresses time. You then go on to the next day, and if you do that enough, eventually you get to story elements and things that happen. Uh, sometimes the game will predetermine for you what you're going to do in a certain time, because some story element has to, has to take place. Um, but then you also get to choose uh, when you go to this other world and fight with your special Japanese school kid powers. Um, and and fight monsters. You go to the other world to grind, basically. I, I, exactly. So so the the <laughs> basically the gameplay loop of this is um, you you know kind of in, in the best ways that any of those old dungeon crawl. I mean, even going back to like wizardry or the Bard's Tale, you you basically go into the dungeon, fight as hard as you can, go as deep as you can into the dungeon, get as much good loot as you can until you've exhausted all of your resources. You can't cast any more healing spells. Come up for air. And then in Persona, you when you come up for air, like, whoa, there's high school there waiting for you. And, like, now you've got to date people. Man, that's even worse. Yeah, I know. And so you do that <laughs> as much as you can, and then you're like, oh, God. You go back. Send me back to the dungeon. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's join exactly the soccer it. team. And it turns do your out. Homework. There's tests to take. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you, so as you're doing this, so Legrand's right. So as you do this, you, you know, you have a limited number of time slots in the day, and you have to decide, well, what are you going to do with that time slot? Are you going to study? Because you've, you've also got stats, so you've got to build up your knowledge, you've got to, you know, you've got strength, you've got courage, you know, if you want to if you want to work up the courage to ask that girl out, you've got to have a certain courage level. Um, so what are you going to do? Because it's going to take your time, and, and it, it's always about, like, opportunity cost, right? You've got to decide, okay, I, I know that I've got to work on this, but, ah, oh God, i got to date that Japanese girl. There's one thing you can do every night, basically. Pretty much, pretty much. Or sometimes, sometimes not even that, because sometimes, you know, you've when got to... Doubt- Date the Japanese girl. Yeah, exactly, yep. exactly. I can speak uh, but the thing is, Phil so, so, knows that from firsthand. <laughs> right, it all worked out for him. It did. Not, mm-hmm. not too bad for him. Uh, so the two halves of the game, they kind of have added these little linkages to kind of make them count towards each other. I mean, they technically, if you take them each separately, they don't really have much to do. Like, why is your school social life? What does it have anything to do with fighting evil shadow demons? It doesn't uh, really. It does. Because you're. You're building social links with your friends so you can be more powerful together with your attacks. Correct. So so that's it. So they have the social link <laughs> system, uh, which is sort of a hacked-on kind of like dating sim element. And as you, you know, work on your relationships with people, and th- these these people, they could be your individual it's team Kind of like members. GTA GTA 4 action, like going and hanging out with your buddies. Hey, Cousin Nico, we're going to go yeah, that guy. Some, yep. do some American bowling skills. Um, yeah, so you kind of do that, and the the fighting system in Persona, and, and the... So in the, in the dungeon, you fight against these monsters, but you also collect them, which is part of Persona, is you get these monsters on your team, they sort of serve the slot of your magic system, so you have your certain, like, soul points that you can spend, like, mana to, to summon things. Uh, and so there is sort of a, a collecting element to it. As you go through the dungeons, you can carry a certain number of these guys and level them up. You level as a character, but you then can, them. You can combine them, basically. And yeah. So it's not like breeding because the they, they just like merge basically. Right, exactly, exactly. So you take you the stuff that you get out of the dungeon and you take them to like Legrand is saying the Velvet Room, which is a place where you can merge things together. And, and all of these are based on kind of a tarot deck card deck system. So there's like zodiac signs and tarot cards and things like that. And I was working my way around to this because all of the people in the social links, all of the characters that you can date or whatever, uh, they all represent different things. Like there's the Hierophant or the Fool or the Chariot card uh, types. Um, And as you level those up, that then, for some reason, levels up your uh, associated characters and, and abilities in the dungeon, in the fighty 
parts of the game. Each basically. of your party members has a a persona, basically, that is like one of those main tarot aspects, right? Exactly, exactly. And so, and so they sort of represent that. But not even just the people that you go into the dungeons with. You have people like the, you know, the foster uncle or the, or the uncle that you're staying with, his daughter, his little girl who kind of watches the house, uh, the school club people, the athletes that you go hang out with, um, the the club that you go to, the drama club or whatever. They They all, as you level those things up, um, each one of those, because I guess there's probably going to be what twelve of these zodiac signs, so you have they have to fit more people in that you have to socialize with, and it kind of turns out to be a lot to do. Like you really start to stress out, like okay, oh my god, well, you know, if I if I do this, I'm not going to be able to do this other thing, and and oh, and 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 then on top of all of this, you have to watch the weather on each of these days because you're progressing through a real calendar, and the the thrust of all of this, so the reason for all of this is that when you get to this town of Inaba, people suddenly start dying, and you sort of work out that it happens on at the ends of rainy periods of time when the fog, you know, comes, and bad things happen to people, and you find out that, oh, it's actually coming from this other world, and so you gotta go in there before the fog comes to, to kill the latest victim, and, and those kinds of things. So so that's sort of the, the rubric of this. Save the latest yeah. victim. You're not... Yeah, yeah, you're killing, killing the victims? victims. No, 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 no. no I'm sorry. You, you, yeah, no, no. You've you've got to save them or find them before they become victims. I guess. You're making um, me want to play Persona some more, man. I mean, like, it's pretty good. So, so the thing that kind of surprised fun. me about this is it, it's not like it's amazing, amazing stuff. Like it's actually pretty standard fighting. You know, you could get it from a Final Fantasy game. Uh, the the dating stuff, like it's okay. The acting is really good. Like the voice acting is really good. The scenario is like, eh, okay, Japanese high school again. Um, but they, I think what really does it for Persona, I think, is the pacing. The fact that it is moving you along. You have limited numbers of things that you can do in a certain period of time. Uh, when you decide to go do your dungeon crawling and your, your you know, loot grabbing and, and fighting, um, it does it pretty well and it's rewarding enough. You know, there's a whole reward system based around that. And there are little team-up attacks, like LeGrand was saying. You can actually team up, team people up together and do, like, these ultimate attacks and, uh, you know, and then the personas that you get and all, just all of this stuff. It just all gives you something that you're always working toward and and I think that that really is kind of the key to persona is that it does pretty well all of the things that it does but then in terms of just keeping you busy with things uh, it, it's always giving you more things to do and to it, look it does at. never feel like boring right you know, there's always something different right I mean you're, you're sort of riding that edge of oh my god I, I'm not gonna be able to do all of this stuff and I really wish I could and you're worried because if you don't like if you don't grind enough in the TV or if you don't you know actually go in and save people when you're supposed to then you could basically get to a fail state yeah exactly like the game ends if you don't save the, the victims basically um so and this actually has been appealing to me lately because for the last few years I, i've kind of decided that i'm a little bit tired of playing a game the right way there are so many choices in this that it feels like there's not really a i mean there probably is i'm sure someone out there has like the you know the ultimate path but it seems like there are so many things that you could do that your choices, they're okay to be your choices. You can do the things that you want to do, and you're probably, I mean, unless you're really messing up, you're probably not going to paint yourself into a corner by doing any given thing, because all of that stuff works for you in your favor in some way or another, basically. Um, so I, I've been doing pretty well with it. Um, played it, like I said, about half and half on the Vita and on the PlayStation TV. Uh, PlayStation Plus means that I can upload my save game and sort of transfer over to the other platform at any point, so that's actually been really good. And I really like that part of it. The Golden stuff, uh, so again, I mentioned it was a remake at the beginning of a PlayStation 2 game. Uh, the Golden stuff is basically online functionality. So they've added a little uh, call-for-help system where in between battles in the dungeons you can just hit a button and other people can cheer you on and it gives you, like, health and magic points. Uh, there's a new character, Marie, who 
who uh, is in the the Velvet Room. She was not there before, and she's sort of a, a special character that you can socialize with and fraternize and, and whatever. Romance. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. Um, and uh, and then I think there was a there's a thing where you can actually see the choices that other people made. So kind of in that Telltale game sort of way, you can find out what oh, did, yeah. what did other people what, do. What did everyone do on this day? Yeah, exactly. Which yeah, doesn't yeah. really tell you much about whether it's worthwhile. It's just what when did you're you making do. those choices, is that something you kind of have to live with? As in like like you would with like a skill tree or something are you missing out on opportunities or can you potentially i I mean well i think some things really are time sensitive in terms of like oh i'm gonna meet this guy here on this particular night but it's not like you know the thing is there's just so many different things to do that that there you just you're never gonna have you're not gonna really have enough time to worry about oh gosh did i did i make the wrong choice three nights ago or something like that mm-hmm. and you could you could like save a game so i managed i juggled three saves on this just because that you know when you're playing an rpg you kind of want to do that just in general and a couple of times i've been like oh you know what nuts i really did want to do that and i've and i've reloaded it but i found that it's just really not worth my time it, it really is better to kind of decide what is important to you play the role of whatever you think you want to do with it and then just play it that way because I, I don't get the sense that you're really going to be out anything if you, you know, mess up because you're just going to have a chance to do something else the next day. Um, and, you know, the only thing that is really key is being able to save the, the victims in, in the other world. Um, but they telegraph that stuff way in advance. Like, they, they're like, oh, the weather's going to be this way. The weather's going to be this way. Um, so that, that's really the main thing to worry about. And then all the rest of it is just up to you and, and really enjoying yourself, which I think is kind of what makes the game, basically. So pretty good stuff, just like they said. So I'm going to try and stick with it and uh, keep keep some momentum going and maybe maybe get to the end of it and finish it. I'm uh, like 20 hours in. Um, it's probably... I'm, I'm assuming, we have about 80 hours left. Yeah, exactly. It's like a 150-hour game to, to get through it. But uh, <laughs> I, I also started playing this in service of the next game that I want to play, which is Persona 4 Dancing All Night, which is a game that I got. And people told me, well, you better not play that until you are familiar with the world of Persona 4. So that, that'll be something uh, down the road in my future. So... Cool. And uh, listeners, if you would like to maintain your Game Bytes show social link, I'm sure it will get you many of the combat buffs as you descend into the dungeon of your choice. Uh, you can romance us again coming up at the top of the week here on Sunday when we talk to you about the games that are coming out, the uh, news of the week, and special topics of discussion. If you have anything that you'd like to tell us about the games you heard us playing, if you are into the personas, if you dated some Japanese schoolgirls, if you like your... Assassin's Creed Unity, your Hearthstone No Man's Sky, or uh, Picross, which is uh, definitely a worthwhile endeavor. Let us know all about that. You can reach out to us on social media on Twitter. You can find us as a group at Game Bites Show. You can also talk to us individually. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. Find me at Legrand. And I am at Count Elmdor. We also have a fourth man, Jared Dunn. Jared Red Eye Dunn is at R-E-D underscore I. And uh, Jared is on Twitter, but you can also find him at least once a week, sometimes more, over at our Twitch.tv stream, twitch.tv slash Show, uh, where we will be playing something new every week. Uh, This last week we played more Titanfall 2, kind of been getting into that. I think we may be looking at Hitman, Dale, so we're probably going to be doing that maybe this week and see what that's all about. But uh, who knows, that schedule changes and you have some thoughts about what you'd like to watch us play, just send us a, send us a little note. Uh, you can also find all of this stuff over at our internet website, GameBiteShow.com. You'll see a link to all of our RSS feeds, all of our back catalog of podcasts, just like LeBrand said. We've got lots of good stuff back there to listen to. Uh, we also have an archive of all of our videos over at YouTube.com slash GameBiteShow, so check that out as well. And uh, like I said, there's always more of us coming, so uh, subscribe to us if you haven't already. Tell your friends, tell everybody, 
party. Uh, all of your social links get big points by letting you know about the Game Bite Show podcast and video stream. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be here for you. Uh, until then, this has been your Game Bite Show. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time. See ya. Peace. Peace.